Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at cwcbayarea.com for service times and directions. Man, how's everyone doing today? All right, if if I'm going to preach, you're going to have to be doing a little bit better than that. So how's everyone doing this morning? Amen, amen. I always tell people this, you will become a better church member whenever you stand up here and see the perspective of church from uh, this perspective here. So I could see every yawn, I could see every text message, I could see you going to the bathroom. Hey, you know what, let's get God's word today. Is anyone excited to receive the word of God today? Those online, are you excited to to receive the word of God today? I got a word that God's put in my heart and I'm so excited that you're here to hear it. Those online, I'm excited that you've joined us as well. Let's let them know how how much we appreciate them joining us online today. Amen, amen, amen. Listen, we're going to continue in our series, I Am CWC, and today I'm going to start the second part of that, which is love people. Last week we talked about love God, and this morning we're going to start love people. How do we love people? We love people through honor and healing. We love people through honor and healing. Amen. If you got your Bibles, stand with me and turn to the book of Luke chapter 22. Luke chapter 22, verses 47 through 51. Luke 22, 47 through 51. And this this is what the Bible says. But even as Jesus said this, a crowd approached, led by Judas, one of the 12 disciples. Judas walked over to Jesus to greet him with a kiss. But Jesus said, Judas, would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? When the other disciples saw what was about to happen, they exclaimed, Lord, should we fight? Now, I want to stop there because I don't know about you, but I need some friends in my life who are ready at any time. Amen. I need some friends in my life, some people around me that are ready at any time. The disciples said, should we fight? I love this next line. We brought the swords. And one of them struck at the high priest's slave, slashing off his right ear. But Jesus said, no more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Let's pray this morning. Father, I thank you for your word. Lord, this morning I pray that as a result of hearing it, let us never, ever be the same again. In Jesus' name we all say, amen. You may be seated this morning. I love the line. This has nothing to do with my sermon, but as I was reading this, I just began to chuckle inside because I love the line, should we fight, we brought the swords. I I, I don't know about you, but I need some people in my life who are equipped and ready to go at the drop of a hat when every, I'm not talking about violence, I'm talking about you are there, you're you're just there. If I'm having a bad day, you're there. If I'm having a good day, you're there. We need people in our life who are just consistently there. People who love us enough to say, you know what, no matter what goes on between us, I'm going to be there. Don't we need people like that in our life? Last, uh, for the last few weeks, we've been talking over our, 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 our statement of purpose. And we started off with love God, and we love God by this. Number one, by following Jesus. How many know that we love God by honoring his son? Next, we love God by selfless service. We give without looking for any kind of recognition. Number two, we love God by living by giving. We can't say we love God and not be givers because God is giving. Amen? 
And then number four, last week, Pastor Dan killed it with this, loving like Jesus. We love God by loving like Jesus. And this week, like I said, I'm going to start the second portion of this is love people. Because you can't first love people or love people if you don't first love God. Right? The Bible says we, we love because we've been loved first. Right. So he shows us how to love and then expects us to reciprocate that love. So he says now today that we're going to learn to love people. How do we learn to love people? We learn to love people, number one, through honor. You see, we honor everyone. Don't get quiet on me. We honor everyone. We don't honor just the people who come to church. We honor those who watch online. We don't just honor those who watch online. We honor those who you go by in the grocery store. Not just those in the grocery store. We honor the person that cuts you off in traffic. We don't just honor the person that cuts you off in traffic. We honor the family member that drives you crazy, that you can't stand, but you can't get away from because they're your family. So we honor everyone. And then we, we also, through after honor, we bring healing. You see, we offer healing to everyone. Everyone needs healing because at one time or another, everyone's been broken. We've all been broken. We've all been to that place in our life where we were down in the gutter. We all need someone there to pick us up, but it'll never happen if we don't honor everyone. Amen. You see, we love people by honoring them enough, by, by honoring them and by being a source of healing to them because honor opens the doors for healing. Honor opens the door for healing. Do you know that honor is the universal key? Honor opens the door for promotion at work. If you don't honor your boss or honor the company, you'll never get promoted at work. Honor strengthens marriages. When you honor your husband or you honor your wife, it strengthens the marriage. The Bible says that if you want long life with blessing connected to it, honor your parents. Honor is the universal key. You want to get favor in different places? Learn to honor. I'm not talking fake honor. Learn to honor everybody. Why? Because that's who we are as people. We are honorable people. Can someone say amen this morning? Amen. Honor opens the doors for so many things, but today we're going to focus in on how honor opens the door for healing. You see, when I honor somebody, I'm able to heal even if there's a, a hurt that happens. You don't let go of best friendships because of a little fight. Because you honor them, you love them enough, and you begin to reconcile. You don't let go of things that you honor in life. Honor is a universal key. You see, because we could never heal what we don't first honor. So many broken people in the world. You might be sitting next to one of them right now. You might be one of them right now. I want you to know that you came to the right place this morning. I want you to know that you are in the right environment this morning. No matter what you're facing, whether it's a mental issue, a financial issue, whether you've been let down by people and you came in here broken this morning, I pray that by the time you leave CWC today, that you would find a place of healing and saying, God, I'm going to give this another shot. Why? Because we love you enough to let you know we honor you today day. Those online, we honor you today. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being here. I know people might say, well, you're in the comfort of home. Just thank you for being here. Thank you for getting the word into your life. We honor you for being here this morning because we could never heal what we don't first honor. You see, every miracle Jesus performed was done out of love and honor, not agreement. 
Every miracle Jesus performed was done out of love and honor, not agreement. We get stuck in this thing that if I agree with you, then I'll offer you my best. But if I don't agree with you, then I'm just going to give you what it needs to get by. Do you know the woman who was caught in adultery, the very act, they brought her before Jesus. The Bible doesn't say that Jesus told her to get right before a healing came to her way. Jesus honored her enough. He didn't agree with her lifestyle. He didn't say, girl, I can't be by you. You know, if, if people see me hanging out with you, the Bible actually says this, that the woman who anointed Jesus his feet with oil, the disciples looked at him and said do they even know what kind of does he know what kind of woman this is he didn't care what kind of woman she was he honored her therefore her life was changed the woman caught in adultery Jesus did not agree with her lifestyle you see that's the problem with the church is that if you don't look like me and you don't act like me, you don't talk like me and you don't believe like me, then I want nothing to do with you. That's not the way that Jesus is teaching us to do life. It does not matter if someone doesn't act like you or talk like you. Jesus encountered people in life who didn't act like him, who didn't look like him, didn't talk like him, didn't agree with him, but he honored them enough to still offer the same love and the same healing that he offered to every else you see we've allowed disagreement to breed dishonor we've allowed disagreement to breed dishonor we don't agree with somebody therefore I don't honor you any longer I don't agree with you I therefore I don't honor you any longer I don't agree with your lifestyle therefore I want nothing to do with you kids stay away from those kids over there we keep our families away from certain families because they act a certain way or they're stuck in a certain lifestyle can I tell you we'll never change anything in this world unless we first look at them with compassion the same compassion that Jesus looked down from the cross and said father forgive the very people that nailed me to this cross the very people that pulled out my that have that have, 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 have slapped me that have done all these things to me father forgive them for they know not what they do why because he honored them he might not agreed with what they did to him but he honored them enough I don't agree with your lifestyle I don't agree with your poli your political stance therefore I can't be friends with you any longer oh you voted that way oh you believe in this yeah you know what I can't listen all that is hogwash we need, if we're going to make a change in this world, we, we've come to a standstill in making a difference in this world because we've allowed disagreement to breed dishonor. We can no longer be that way. If we are going to change, we are going to encounter some people that don't look like us, that don't speak like us, that don't talk like us, that don't believe like us, yet we still have to have the same compassion and honor to bring healing to their life because they're broken just like we were broken. At one time, can someone say amen this morning? I don't agree with you, therefore I don't honor you. That is the furthest thing from biblical stance that we could ever have in this life. You see, because of disagreement and dishonor, we have dismissed people from being healed and freed. Look at Matthew chapter 10, verse 8. The Bible says this, Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leopard, and drive out demons. How much did it cost us to have this power, the Bible says? How much was it? He said, freely, without pay. I Meaning you didn't pay for this, 
Therefore, you don't have ownership to this. I've given it to you freely out of my sacrifice. I've given it to you freely without pay. You have received it. Therefore, how much should we charge people? Nothing at all. Freely you've been received, now freely give. Listen, we need to go out and begin to give out love. We need to go out and begin to give out honor to everybody. The cashier cashier that, you know, messed up on your order and then has attitude when you have to go back and dispute that order. We need to have a little bit of love and honor for them. The waitress that got your order wrong. You wanted your steak cooked medium rare and they brought you a well done one. Listen, there's a way that we could disagree and still honor at the same time, cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper, drive out demons freely, without pay, you have received freely, without charge, give. Honor and healing are a part of the kingdom culture. It's a part of the kingdom culture. It's who we are as kingdom people. We should be the most honoring group in the whole wide world. We should be the most honoring group, yet some people look at us as the most judgmental group. You know, I'm not saying that's true, but it might be, have some truth connected to it. Because someone might have walked in, someone might have encountered, I'm not saying just our church, but someone might have encountered some things that have gone on in life and they, they, they've had a bad taste of church. Listen, let's even heal those people who were hurt by churches by at times saying, listen, forgive us. We, didn't, we weren't the cause of the hurt, but we want to be the source of the healing sometimes you have to offer healing to the things you didn't even cause sometimes you have to offer healing and to pain you didn't even cause we have to be a church that is able to reach people that other people have kind of brushed off Honor and healing is a part of the kingdom culture. You see, we don't honor because we agree. We honor because that's who we are. We're honorable people. That's who we are as the, as, as the kingdom and people, as, as the body of Christ. We are honorable people. You see, if we can't love those who look different than us and act different than us, then you know what? Let's stop praying for the harvest. Because the harvest is going to be so ugly. If you've ever harvested any kind of fruit or you've harvested any vegetables, you see that those vegetables, you have to wash them because they're full of mud. They've been outside. They've been dirty. They've been in the ground. And just like people, they've been outside. They're dirty. They're muddy. They need a place, a source where someone can come in and say, you know what? I see so much value inside of you. I love you so much. I don't even know you, but I love you. Why? Because you are my brother or sister in Christ. We got the same blood running inside of us. The same blood that dripped from Calvary's cross covers my sins like it does yours. You're dirty right now, but give me the honor of cleaning you up. Let me help you. Let me walk you through this. I know you feel like quitting, but I'm not going to let you walk away. I know you feel like you're alone, but you know what? You're not alone any longer because you got a brother or sister that's going to walk through this journey with you. Why? Because there's going to come a time where you're going to walk through a journey with somebody else. That's how the kingdom is. I give and I give and I give. They catch it and then they give and they give and they give. They catch it. That's how we begin to change lives. If we can't honor people who look different than us and act different than us, then you know what? Let's stop praying for the harvest to come in because we're going to dismiss the very thing that God's brought to us to fill the church and to fill heaven. 
You see, honor takes you out of your comfort zone and brings you to the place where hurting people are. It lets you know that, you know, coming to church is great. But we need to go back and bring the same environment to our neighborhoods. We need to go and bring the same environment to our schools and the same environment to our workplaces. We need to bring the same environment to our families. Thanksgiving's coming up, and some of you are going to have some interesting conversations around the dinner table. Can I tell you? Let every word that comes out of your mouth be a word that is covered in honor, grace, and mercy. Oh, that, 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 that was so weak. That was so weak. If, if I could say it real, that was pathetic. Why? Because some of us can't wait. I can't wait for so-and-so to come to my dinner table because I got a few words to say. You will destroy what was meant to be a moment of thankfulness, gratefulness, and a place of healing if you come with that kind of attitude. Let's be Jesus that says when they were accusing him like a sheep before slaughter, he kept his mouth silent, didn't say anything. Why? Because it wasn't about proving a point. He had a job to do. Honor takes you out of your comfort zone and brings you to the place where hurting people are. Luke 19.10 says this, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. When's the last time we were intentional with seeking so that we could bring salvation to somebody? When's the last time we were intentional not to just to get our job done and go into the grocery store, but Lord, while I'm in aisle eight, if there's an old lady who just seems distressed, you know what? Let me be a source of healing. Let me be a source of help. You know what? I always get in the grocery store because I'm tall and someone always needs something from the top shelf. You know, I'm going to help them out. Every single short person out there that needs something from the top shelf, I got you. I got you. Don't worry because I need something from the bottom shelf. That's a little low for me. So you get those pickles down there for me and I'll get the box of rice and on top for you and we will help each other out because that's what we do. We honor one another. I got you. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save. I'm not even going to look over there right now. To seek and to save. Pastor Dan's a giant in the kingdom. Amen? Come on. A giant. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. You see, it's so easy to forget that we were once the ones that were lost. And someone came and sought after us, whether it was a mother who never stopped praying for you, a grandmother who hit her knees every single day, every single morning, afternoon, and night, and brought your name before the throne room of God. And here you are today, whether it was a pastor, a co-worker, someone prayed you into the place that you are right now. Let's reciprocate and pray somebody into that place where you are right now. Let's stop giving up on people and believe enough in people to love them like Jesus has loved us because if we're going to love people it first comes through us loving God, and God loved a messed up person, just like you and just like me. Loved us back to where we are today. Aren't you grateful for that? Come on, are you grateful for that this morning? You see, healing only takes place where hurting people are. 
Healing only takes place where hurting people are. Listen, I know it is so easy to stay in a place of comfort where you don't have to have a lot of things pulled on you. I don't want to deal with issues today. I don't want to deal. Listen, healing takes place where hurting people are. Wherever Jesus walked and the hurting people saw, and hurting people sought him out, he never brushed them off. He always stopped. He never brushed them off. Why? Because he honored them enough to not leave them in the place like they were. You see, if we're not willing to go to where hurting people are, we cannot say with confidence that we love people. If we're not willing to go to where the hurting people are, we can't say with confidence, I love people. Why? Because it's not in our words, but in our actions. Let our actions and our words begin to line up this morning. If you love people enough, that means that you stop to help people. If you love people enough, that means you answer your phone when it inconveniences you. If you love people enough, you help, although it hurts sometimes. It shows that you honor and you love people. You see, loving people means we honor them enough to not leave them the same. It means we honor them enough to not leave them the same. Aren't you glad someone didn't leave you the same? Aren't you glad someone didn't leave you right where you are? Someone took the time and sought you out. Someone took the time, didn't give up on you, even when you rejected them. You pushed them away. Why? Because it wasn't that you didn't like them. It's that you didn't know how to handle the love that was coming your way. Love somebody enough to be there, even if they don't want you there. Don't give up on them, even if that means we have to love at a distance sometimes. Love at a distance until you're able to come close. I want to close this morning with the scripture that I opened up with. It says, but even as Jesus said this, a crowd approached, led by Judas, one of the 12 disciples. Judas walked over to Jesus to greet him with a kiss. But Jesus said, Judas, would you betray the son of man with a kiss? When the other disciples saw what was about to happen, they exclaimed, Lord, should we fight? We brought the swords and one of them struck at the high priest's slave, slashing off his right ear. But Jesus said, no more of this, and touched the man's ear and healed him. Jesus does the unthinkable. Because if you're like me, if you hurt me, and you're out to get me, and someone cuts off your ear, I'm letting you bleed out. I'm just being honest. I'm still working on my honor. I'm just being honest. If someone's coming after me and one of my guys gets one shot in and hurts one of them, I I look at him and say, it's my boy. Got my back. But it wasn't how Jesus handled the situation. He does the unthinkable. And as I begin to read the scripture, I'm thinking what love and compassion the Savior had on the very person who showed up to the meeting. Showed up to, he, he came with the crowd that was about to arrest Jesus. He, he showed up to the meeting that day to do Jesus harm. He was in the meeting. He was in the negotiations. This is how we're going to handle Jesus. This is what's going to take place. They get over there. Judas kisses him. Judas says, the one that I kiss is the one that you're going to get. This guy was in the meeting. He was in agreement with everybody that was seeking to take Jesus ultimately to the cross. The Bible says in the midst of them coming after Jesus, Luke covers Peter, but we know it's Peter that cut off the ear. Luke says one of the disciples. We know it's Peter. Luke, just write his name in there. 
Bible says after all that's happening, Jesus doesn't celebrate what Peter did. It was a great act. It was a noble act. To me, you would say Peter had Jesus' back. But, Peter said, but Jesus says, enough of this. And he reaches down and grabs the severed ear of one of the men that came to bring him to the cross. And Jesus heals his ear. Jesus stops the commotion, heals the man's ear, and the crowd still follows through with what they came to do. If it's me, I'm upset. My guy cut off your ear. I know he did wrong, but I made it right. Can't you just agree at that moment that I got something that you don't because if you cut off an ear, you can't pick it up and heal it. But I displayed my power. I displayed my honor. I displayed my love. I brought healing to this man who came to bring me harm. And the Bible says that the crowd still grabs Jesus right after that. And they take him to the trial to ultimately be led to the cross. And it doesn't make sense, Jesus, why you would do that at that moment did it out of honor and love. You see, Jesus did not heal the man to save him. He healed him because he was hurting. So many times we, we give someone a box of food and then we get mad because they didn't accept Christ. But the objective was to meet a need. And hopefully if we keep meeting the needs, hopefully if we keep healing the hurting, hopefully if we keep showing up and showing my love is real because I got a real love inside of me, hopefully if we keep showing up and showing people I'm consistent with this, I'm the real deal, that someday they'll say, I need the God that you got inside of my life because you didn't just show up once, you didn't show up twice, you kept showing up. Jesus healed his ear. Then they arrested Jesus and took him out. I don't know if the man at the end got saved. The Bible doesn't give that information, but it does show a loving and honoring father who had so much compassion even on those who were going to hurt him, kill him. But knowing inside of himself that the blood I'm about to shed from the cross, yes, is even. The objective wasn't to save him, but to heal a hurting man. Even if they don't come to know the Lord at that moment, the objective is to help hurting people. Because Paul says that some plants and others water, but he brings the increase. Only he brings the increase. How are we going to change the world? It's not by having altar calls all the time. They're needed, but it's not going to be the thing that's needed all the time. It's, you know what? I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was naked, and you gave me some clothes. I was hurting, and you sat there, and you just ministered and listened to me. You didn't try to shove anything down my throat. You showed the genuineness of Christ first through your actions. And then you'll come around later on and show and introduce them to the Savior that allowed you to do that for them. The objective wasn't 
to bring salvation, but to heal because he was hurting. Jesus honored the man enough to bring healing to his situation, knowing that right after the same man would be in the crowd that would lead him to the cross because we could never heal what we don't first honor. I'm going to ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes with me this morning. You see, the thing about honor is that you don't have to wait for an opportunity because the opportunity always presents itself. We honor by showing love and respect to everybody, even those that look different and act different and talk different than us. You see, I want to honor you this morning by saying this. If you've never accepted Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, You've never asked him into your life. But this morning, I want to honor you enough to say, listen, you don't got to do this by yourself. The same Jesus that I preached about this morning is the same Jesus that wants to encounter your life right now. You're here, you've never accepted Christ, or maybe you have, and you're not, you're not living right right now. No one's here to judge you. I'm here to give you hope again. So you're here, you've never accepted Christ, or you have, and you're just not living right. You say, Pastor Nick, this Jesus you talked about for the last 25 minutes, I need him. Because if that's the kind of Savior that you serve, I need him in my life. If that's you, I'm just going to ask you to raise up your hand. Anyone in the building, those online, you need this Savior in your life. Anyone at all? Amen. Those online, if you're willing to accept Christ, I want to lead you through a prayer, those here as well. But if you would just do me a favor, if you would text the word ALIVE to the number 408-340-7703, text the word ALIVE, or you can just put it there in the chat, ALIVE, and someone will connect with you. It's so important. Secondly is this. You're here, and you've been missing opportunities to honor. They've been passing you by left and right. You would say, Pastor Nick, I need to slow down. And like Jesus, I need to honor those who even sought to bring me harm. Today, your perspective, your perspective been, has been flipped. You would say, Pastor Nick, I need to do a better job. If that's you, just raise up your hand. I want to pray with you. Amen, 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 amen. Listen, I'm going to ask everyone if you would stand to your feet with me this morning. I want to lead you through the salvation prayer, those online as well. The Bible says this, that if you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died on the cross, three days later rose again for you, then you know what? Salvation is yours. It's yours. So I'm going to ask everyone at the sound of my voice if you would repeat this prayer with me. Say, Dear Jesus, I know I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe that you died on the cross, that you rose again three days later, Today, I commit my life to you. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for helping me. Thank you for believing in me. I renounce my past, my sin, my shortcomings, and I confess you now as my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, would you give God a big shout of praise today? Listen, before we dismiss... <coughs> 
those online, thank you so much for joining us. And until we see you again, happy Thanksgiving. But remember, love God, love people, and let's change the world. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at cwcbayarea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cwcbayarea.com.